Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Are You For Real? Hey, y'all. Um, so I know it's been a while. The last episode I put out was, I think, two to three months ago. So I'm very sorry for this very long hiatus to those who did enjoy my podcast. Um, I was very busy with finals at that time, and it was freshman year for me, or it still is. Um, so yeah, I was struggling a little bit. And funny thing is, tomorrow is the first day of my winter quarter. So also very bad timing on my part once again. But that's okay, because I'm back and ready for more podcast episodes with you guys um today however we have a very very special guest would you like to introduce yourself (laughs) hi i'm stephanie um i'm fiona's husband Um, if you know (laughs) you know (laughs) oh okay yeah i do know um if you didn't know i divorced you what since when it was like a month ago i filed for divorce and it went through so a month ago but a week (laughs) ago you just gave me a present oh and what might that present be so um yeah let's not talk about that here (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't know how you want me to explain it let's not talk about it anyway would you like to tell everyone how we met oh okay um we met in a club (laughs) <laughs> Yay! Yeah, Fiona's like wild, and I met her there. Mm, yeah, I saw Stephanie dancing like, <laughs> <laughs> far away, and I was like, "Wow, this girl can dance!" Wow. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, today's topic is K-pop. Woo! Um, I normally don't talk about K-pop with a lot of people, other than, I would say, Stephanie and my friend Evelyn. That's it. <laughs> yeah? That's, uh, like, everyone really? I talk to, yeah. Or maybe Christine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And Eric, maybe? Um, not really. We have different tastes. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say I don't talk about K-pop with a lot of people. Um, not that I'm embarrassed by it, but it's just... Once I talk about K-pop, I cannot stop, and sometimes uh, I take it back. It does get a little bit embarrassing sometimes. It's and just, it's like that, it's your guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know what I'm guilty about. Like, K-pop, the music is great, the idols are great. Mm-hmm. Some parts of it aren't great, though. <laughs> Cultural <Yeah>. appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so let's get the important stuff out of the way. Who are your bias groups? Who are your ultimate biases? Who do you stand? <laughs> I am a BTS stan. <laughs> oh, really? It's not like I can see a BTS poster behind you right no, now. Oh, <laughs> no. It's not like that, you know? Um, my first, my very first group into K-pop was Wonder Girls. I don't know Ooh. if people mm-hmm. even tell know me, that group. I don't know how big they were like mm-hmm. like I I first listened to K-pop when I was in I think it was second grade and like oh, I don't think K-pop was that big then mm-hmm. like espe- like in America is what I mean um I started listening to Wonder Girls and I listened to a few groups here and there but I didn't know like names and stuff 
and then I stopped listening to K-pop because, like, like people started being really mean. Like but it was embarrassing. No, not to me directly. Just about K-pop. It was it, it was embarrassing, and then I start to dislike it too because everyone else was disliking mm-hmm. it, and I never got back until maybe like eighth grade, and then I started listening again. And in eighth grade, my bias group was two p.m. They got me into pop again. They're also not as big. Yeah, they're not that big. Yeah, but I was into two p.m. for I didn't a bit. Know that about you. Yeah, and then I. And then my bias group became Girls' Generation. I still oh, really man. like listening to Girls' Generation and stuff. Um, and then they kind of fizzled out, and I became a BTS fan. And, and then there was a time where I was kind of a Twice fan. But then, I don't know, for some reason, I just stopped listening to them. And I mm. became, like, hardcore BTS fan. <laughs> yeah, you're, like... One of the biggest BTS fans I know, other than like some, <laughs> like two other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my story of how I got into K-pop. Um, for me, normally I would say like the first group that I like stand was like Got Seven. Um, it was in eighth grade too, I believe. However, since you brought up Wonder Girls. I've known their Tell Me song since, like, I was so young, and I found out through my mom. So I'm like, hmm, is my mom a Wonder Girl stand too? But, like, yeah. Go on. You know how I actually got into K-pop and found out about Wonder Girls? How? I don't know if you grew up on, like, Hong Kong television. TVB. TVB, yeah, I grew mm-hmm. up on that. And there was, like, an award show where, um, like, the three guys – they're like comedians. Oh, they did yeah, like yeah. a parody of Wonder Girls, um, Nobody. And that's how yes, I started. I was, I was like, <laughs> My mom yeah, sang that song. I started. Oh my God. That, <sighs> yeah, I heard Nobody a lot on TV, which is weird. I actually thought it was a Chinese song when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I that's what I thought too. It was K pop, and I was so confused. I'm like, did my mom lie to me all this time? <laughs> yeah, Wonder Girls was probably my first K pop song or K pop group that I heard of. And then in fourth grade, I had a friend who was really into K pop, and she introduced me to Sorry Sorry by Super Junior. And I remember going home, searching them up, and being like, oh, this is cool, and I really like this song. But yeah, after like fourth grade, I just forgot about K pop, and it wasn't until like eighth grade till. Um, I started standing GOT7, I got into TWICE, I got into NCT, I got into EXO, I got into BTS, literally just here and there, and yeah. Isn't NCT, like, just recent, though? NCT debuted when I was in 8th grade. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, they debuted- That's so long ago. NCTU, so they debuted with um, The 7th Sense and Without You. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> I thought they were recent. I didn't know they were like, like, what is that, four years ago? Mm-hmm. I think That's they crazy. seem recent because there's a lot of changes going on with that group. Mm. Like, I, you told me the other day, you don't even know, like, <laughs> how they group themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like, half I was of them like, what is this? <laughs> oh, that's cool. I recently got into GOT7. I know mm-hmm. it's, like, kind of late. But I recently got into GOT7. I know all the members' names now. No. Yay. 
okay. For some reason, I know all like all of the iconic songs and groups and like mm-hmm. members' names. For some reason, I just know it. Even though I know, like right now, I have trouble like trying to figure out what group is what and who is who. But for some reason, it's just like if you give me a picture of Twice, I can name every single member. And I wasn't even that hardcore of a stand. Mm-hmm. And like, what what's another group that I know? If you give me shiny is that how you pronounce it yeah yeah shiny i know every member and i (laughs) didn't even listen to that group you give me exo i also Mm -hmm. know you know i think that really shows how much k-pop has like grown and expanded Mm -hmm. to the states because even in eighth grade when i got into k-pop like i went in hard like i started stalking jack like i searched up every jackson wang video i could find he's a he's the reason i got into k-pop by the way you know jackson jackson was the only member i knew of got seven mm-hmm. like yeah before. he's doing big things uh but yeah uh i went in hardcore then but i only got into like specific groups like i said twice xo got seven but even then i still knew like different idols here and there mm-hmm. because I don't know. I think the internet has really helped K-pop grow, like Twitter, especially those freaking K-pop Twitter stand accounts, and like now TikTok. Literally, my TikTok for you page is all K-pop now. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, because my um, TikTok for you page is mostly K-pop. Sometimes I see like funny K-pop videos that I don't even know who they are, but they're funny. Mm-hmm. So I just send them to you, but like I don't know who they yeah. are. I also send you stuff. I sent you like Unu stuff a lot yes, recently, and you're like, yes. "Oh my god!" Yes, you know, <laughs> that's my for you page. Mm-hmm. I did not know who he was. I thought he was just an actor. I didn't know he was also in Asho. But actually, yeah. I didn't even know who Asho was. I actually was into Astro in the beginning when they debuted, but then I kind of like got away from them for a little mm-hmm. while but I want to get back into them. Yeah. I think for me, K-pop, it was more, when I started standing in eighth grade again, it was more like low-key. And then throughout the years, mm-hmm. I was very low-key about it. Some people that I met, they were they were surprised to know that I even listened to K-pop because I didn't really talk much about it. I didn't. I wasn't like a hardcore stand for any group. I was like a mm-hmm. stand, but I wasn't hardcore. And even if, like, I was standing BTS, but I was, I felt like I tried to keep it more low key, even though I had yeah. posters all over <laughs> my roof. But it was more low key. And then it wasn't until when quarantine started that I started like hardcore standing mm-hmm. BTS. And now, like, everything I, send everything i talk about is kind of bts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes i know yeah (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i like when we were in school i realized that you like now that i think about it you never really talked about k-pop that much yeah and like you said you started getting into it more like during quarantine and i can see that because you send a lot of like k-pop yes (laughs) i did not know that stephanie was into these things like back in high school so yeah quarantine really brought out the best (laughs) yeah but I see that happening for a lot of people, too, actually, because I've mm-hmm. seen, like, TikTok to people saying, oh, like, 
I wasn't that into BTS until quarantine started and then I mm-hmm. discovered all these things and yeah. Yeah, I think I have a similar story to yours. Like I Okay, in middle school when I got into it, I got into it because of like some close friends. So back then I was really hardcore, I guess. Uh but then like going into high school, I started being more low key about it. Sometimes I'll throw out here and they're like, "Hey, do you listen to K-pop?" or like, "Do you listen to Got Seven or stuff like that?" Mm-hmm. As like a good conversation starter. I think that's what's good about K-pop too. Like it's really good um for like starting conversations and like getting to know people and stuff like that. I would agree and disagree with that because I do think it's a good conversation to have like just Mm -hmm. it's so cool to like find that someone else listens to k-pop too but I also disagree because it's such a bad thing to disagree on actually because (laughs) I remember in my sophomore year I was friends with this person and I've never mentioned k-pop before and suddenly they just start dissing it and they're like oh k-pop is so like yeah trash or like it's like cringy or whatever Mm -hmm. and like with those statements I was like damn I don't want to reveal that I'm into k-pop I I started Mm -hmm. to like not like that person as much I'm like why did you say that like I listened to it but like I just didn't talk about it and they never knew I listened to k-pop but that's what I mean like it's kind of hard to have that as a conversation starter too because like once you say oh what music do you listen to? I listen to K-pop. People just have this um, stereotype. Stigma, yeah. yeah, stigma. With um, it. Honestly, that just means they're racist. Like, <laughs> to be very honest with you, they're just racist. Like, in American pop music, there are Spanish songs everywhere. Like, there's mm-hmm. different genres, different languages in the music. But then when it comes to K-pop, suddenly it's weird. Like, we shouldn't be listening to it because we don't understand yeah. it. And it all just comes down to racism. Like, yeah, they're just racist against Korean people or just Asian people in general. Um, but I agree with you about, like, agree to disagree thing. I think for me, I have to see if there are hints here and there that they are into K-pop uh-huh. before I actually say anything. So, yeah, I take that with caution. <laughs> yes. Usually, um, I don't know if, like, when you're meeting people and they ask you what type of music are you into if you get asked that a lot and then like what do you usually respond with because I feel like I always I don't know what to respond with and I'm just like you know I listen to everything and a lot of people say that a lot of people give that answer when they don't want to really tell what they listen to I used to say everything a lot um here's the funny thing I've never told anyone like every time I did get asked by like a stranger let's say I was in like camp or something and I was asked that I never really said k-pop yeah because like we said there's just this bad stigma around it and it feels like if we say anything about it we're scared to get dissed we're scared that it's Uh embarrassing and stuff like that so normally I'm gonna be like oh you know it's an indie (laughs) pop (laughs) which I do but yeah Mm -hmm. I don't really k-pop which is weird yeah how about you (laughs) (laughs) i i do the same thing kind of i never mentioned k-pop i would say like i listen to everything you know i listen to pop Mm -hmm. r&b maybe some dance music oh you know what i do say 
I say I listen to everything except for country and metal. <laughs> oh, you know what? I do that too. I do that yeah. too. Okay, I say that like I really used to hate country music so Girl, much. Girl, I still do. Well, I do. I do not like country music, but the thing is, I do have a few country songs in my <gasps> uh, <laughs> library. Don't worry. My friend is literally obsessed with country music these days. No. No, 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 no. It's, it's just specific ones, like specific country songs that I hear in some okay, of the shows them. that I watch. List them right now. <sighs> My goodness. Okay, some Taylor Swift songs are country. Okay, that's fine. Okay, other than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is off. Like, she, it's okay. She's clean. It better not be any, like, Blake Shelton No, or... it's not. No, I don't listen to that. Uh, thank oh, God. for, you know, the 10,000 Hours by Justin Bieber? Oh, yeah, of that's, course. That's under country, but uh, I don't know. That's also another one of my guilty pleasures. 10,000 Hours. <laughs> <laughs> Jaina, Jaina Kramer? I don't know if that's pronouncing her name right, yeah, but she was on my favorite american tv show one tree hill and i don't know i just like her that's why i download a few of her songs and then there's okay there's like two other songs from just tv shows but they're not like hardcore country so yeah here's the thing about me and country it's not that it's terrible sounding it's not that i don't find it vibey like if i listen to like a song for example my friend played me some songs like a few days ago i wasn't like i wasn't dissing it well i was (laughs) i was like ew country but i don't know it just feels wrong for me to listen to like i feel like it's racist even though (laughs) i understand like i get that but then you also have to think about maybe that's how like people see K-pop stands too. Like I don't want to judge people for their music taste because mm-hmm. I wouldn't uh, want people to judge yeah. me for standing K-pop because I could be like, "Ew, why do you listen to country? That shit is disgusting." And someone could say that about K-pop, and I wouldn't be okay yeah, with it. I see. Shit, I'm a hypocrite. Thanks for no. doing like that. <laughs> no, I I do that too. Um. But, okay, so, like, again, with stereotypes, like, people have the stereotypes for K-pop stands as, like, weird and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but then for, for like, country music, people have that thing of, you're like, fucking Trump racist. Trump supporter, oh, like, racist. Don't me out. No, it's okay. I, okay. I literally swear all the fucking time. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um... Yeah, the stereotype with country music, I just think of, like, southern states, Texas, yeah. Trump supporter, racist, blondes, um, blue-eyed bitches, sorry. <laughs> anyway. That's why I think it's hard to actually like country, too. Yeah. It's like, that's all I can think about, because... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know you want to say it. I don't know. That's all I can think about when I'm listening to country music, like, damn, they're racist. I already, I can tell exactly. they're racist. <laughs> like, I feel bad for saying it, but also not really because what, what you can't really be racist to them, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's my thing with, that's my deal with country music. It's not, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. 
I wouldn't mm-hmm. go out of my way to listen to it. Exactly. I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. Okay, anyway, let's move on to something that I actually wanted to talk about today, uh-huh. which is BTS, your favorite yes, group. Yes, BTS. Um, <laughs> so what do you think about them growing so much? Like, they are literally known everywhere. Like, uh-huh. if you were to ask this, like, just a random person out in the street who doesn't really know much about K-pop, and you ask them, like, name a K-pop group, they would most likely say BTS. Yeah. So, how do you feel about them, like, growing so much and expanding? I I love it for them. I mean, of course, they worked really hard to get where they are, and I don't think they deserve hate where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, BTS is overrated. Because they're not. Like, they yeah. worked hard to get there, okay? Mm-hmm. And I love that they're like a big like a very known group but at the same time I wish I wish it wasn't as known because okay here's one thing it's really hard to get tickets it's really hard (laughs) (laughs) bitch I thought you were gonna say something like yeah I want to keep them close to my heart stuff like that but you fucking said it's hard to get no I I don't want to be like gatekeeping any groups you know what I mean but it's just really hard to get tickets, that's all. <laughs> um, I know the other day when my cousin, my older cousin, she came over and I showed her my gin uh, canvas. And then she w- I was like, do you know who this is and where it's from? And she said, yeah, it's that group, the BTA. She said BTA. Not BTS. I was like, no, it's BTS. But BGA? she, she's, BGA she got the spirit. She got the spirit. She knows. She knows that it's. <laughs> she knows like group. She just didn't mm. say it correctly, but she said BTA, and then she was like, she she said, aren't they like the only K-pop group ever? No, I think she said only K-pop group in Korea, and then I was like, no. Only <laughs> No, 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 I was like, no, there's many K-pop groups in Korea, but, like, like that's just an example of how people really are. only know BTS. Mm-hmm. I think the whole, like, thing about BTS being overrated started when they started expanding, like, with Dynamite and, like, more Americanized songs, I guess, like, the mm-hmm. one with Halsey, what is it called? Boy, Boy with, with love. love. Yeah, Boy With Love. Everyone just hated on them for like trying to be more american and pop but like i don't know why they're dissing them because look at how big they are now like they worked so hard to get here and they're gonna do whatever it takes to like keep that train going you know yeah so i like okay so for me i used to be a bts fan i guess like i was into them during dope era i need you era and then i kind of stopped I was kind of on that train of, like, BTS is overrated, but very lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't hating them for it. It's just, I think, as they expanded more, their music just stopped being more of what I liked. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, yeah, I'm going to just kind of stop keeping up with them for now, see where Mm -hmm. they go. And then now I'm slowly starting to get back into them, in a way. Not with their music, but, like, more with the members. Yeah. Um, I actually... I I never, like, hated on BTS or anything, 
But mm-hmm. in the beginning, when I first started getting back into K-pop, because my stand group was 2 p.m., and then my friend, her group was BTS, and then, like, she had another friend who was dissing her, saying, oh, like, BTS is overrated, and, like, why are you standing, like, the newer groups, not the older groups? And then I was more like, oh, I feel like I'm not that into BTS that time. So I was just like, oh, maybe that person is just saying that because, like, you're a newer K-pop stan and they thought, like, they think you should stand more of the older groups just to, like, be really considered a K-pop stan, I guess. I hate that, honestly. Yeah. I and hate then, how they expect new K-pop, like, stans to just know, like, what all what the, the old happened, group. like, 10, yeah. 20 years ago, like... They literally just got into K-pop recently. How do you expect them to know who, like, Wonder Girls is or, like, yeah. who, like, the older groups are? and yeah. Girls' Generation. Um, yeah, and I was just, like, at the moment, I was, like, oh, yeah, I guess BTS does seem kind of overrated because they're a newer group. Mm-hmm. But then I just started standing them, and I was, like, like dude, I love their music. Mm-hmm. they're awesome and the b-sides are really good yeah that's how i started um bts i i hate how like everyone is always like bts doesn't deserve this like other groups also deserve it and mm-hmm. i in a way i get it like there are other groups that i stand who i wish they could gain more recognition however that shouldn't like people shouldn't take downplay. away yeah. yeah you shouldn't downplay like all the shit that bts has done mm-hmm. like they worked really so hard. hard like maybe even the same as other groups but i don't know they just played the k-pop game and music game like very smart and yeah exactly big, you know exactly so one thing that back to your question about like do i wish bts was smaller or like as less known okay one of the reasons i wish that bts wasn't as big is because of the toxic stands mm. and like i don't like that bts is not able to go on actual korean variety shows like they have to have their own korean shows which is cool because it's more intimate but at the same time like i would really love to see them on running man they were in one episode but it was like a short appearance but i do understand why they can't appear on shows like that because first of all they're busy they're like worldwide second Mm -hmm. of all if they do and then like say the host like the people on the show like does something to one of the members they'll get so much shit for it even if mm-hmm. it's just like jokingly and it's like okay between them they'll still get so much shit so there was this one clip i saw of running man um haha who is one of the members mm-hmm. he said he was like he said something i think he mentioned i forgot whose name he, i think he mentioned Hung's name and then right after he mentioned Taehyung's name, he was like, oh, oh no, oh no, I probably shouldn't have said that, right? Like, he got so scared in the moment. And that's what I hate. Like, that's that's so bad, like, that it's gotten to that point where it's like, you have to be careful of what you say. And like, yeah. if you say just, if you just mention the name of a BTS member, you're done. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought that up because 
like a few weeks ago I was just about to ask you the same question like um how do you feel about BTS not being able to like go on variety shows because that's like the one big thing about being like a k-pop stand like you look forward to like seeing uh, them yeah seeing them on like running man or like knowing bros or like something like that Mm -hmm. and i saw uh something on tiktok that was like they don't go on variety shows because of like what you said like toxic fans but also like the fact that they don't really need that recognition recognition but they don't need the like they don't need to promote Uh, themselves pretty much yeah exactly but it's just it's just fun to see them actually interacting with other korean celebrities oh yeah Mm -hmm. that's another thing you don't get to see them interact with other K-idols anymore because, like, Korean idols in general, they can't interact with each other as much anymore, which I don't like because of these toxic stands. I just... That is really I sad. don't know. I don't understand. Like, it's it's not your life. I don't know what you're getting so crazy about. about. Is it? So, like, I get that it's the fans that are, like, really protective of BTS, but is it also because of, like, the company that doesn't let them go on these shows, or, like... No, I think it has more to do with fans. That's crazy how much Cause, power fans have over them. Because mm, I feel like BTS kind of does their own thing, because they're, like, also, they're, like, major shareholders of their company, mm-hmm. so they can do whatever i mean they can't get fired or anything that's true but i think they're just more cautious because they know how fans react and stuff like that i think going on with the topic of fans not only bts fans but just k-pop fans in general everyone is so toxic for real (laughs) which is why i think we just don't like to talk about k-pop that much like to Uh people who aren't close to us it's just Oh, like everyone, or not everyone, but some people are just like, oh, this member of this group is mine. You can't have him. You can't yeah. like him. I'm like, what the fuck? Is- you think you have a chance? <laughs> <laughs> For real? That's how I see it. Okay, there was, this, there was this one TikTok where this girl was like, oh, I have this rule with my best friend. If this is my um, bias, then they can't have that as bias because Girl. I had dips on that. And I was like, that's crazy because oh if if I had a friend who had the same bias as me, we'd freak out together. Exactly. We'd be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know? I hate that. Like, what part of them makes them think they have a chance? Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe one in a million, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, K-pop is just so toxic sometimes, which makes me, like, another thing why I feel, like, embarrassed about sometimes. Exactly. Like, if I tell people that I like K-pop, are they going to think that I'm one of those people? Are they thinking yeah. that I'm a Korea boo? Yeah. They think I'm into K-pop because, like, I'm fetishized. Fed, fed, how do you say that fucking word? Fetishized. <laughs> anyway, Fetishizing. Yes, fetish. Uh, <laughs> fetish sizing korea which i'm not okay i just like their music i like just because i like the culture doesn't mean i'm fetish sizing yeah it's a it's more like just appreciating Mm -hmm. different cultures and stuff yeah however just because i'm not embarrassed about that part i am sometimes embarrassed about the amount of cultural appropriation that's in k-pop like Yes. Ugh, so many things get swept under the rug. But even if they come up like in a 
Twitter post or TikTok or Instagram or whatever, like they talk about it for like five minutes and then like next thing you know it, it's all gone. Everything is suddenly all like better and yeah. stuff. One of the groups, for example, I did mention this to you already, Mama Moo. I mm-hmm. love their music. They're like vocal queen. Mm-hmm. Their vocals, oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love their music. But the thing is, they do the most cultural mm-hmm. appropriation that I've ever seen. But mm-hmm. that's only because I don't really watch too much of other K-pop groups. But I just know Mama Moo does a lot of cultural appropriation, especially yeah. with their recent comeback too, which is which sucks because I thought they'd be able to like learn from like past mistakes mm-hmm. and. It's just crazy that their most recent one is doing that too. Um, I know once they did blackface. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone calls Hwasa like I don't remember what they call her, but there's a certain nickname for her. But I don't like know. Yeah, it was just not good. Yeah. But we need I don't know the different well, I actually I do know the difference between cultural appropriation and appreciation and i'm just trying to see like are some of these groups cultural appreciating and not appropriating uh i actually saw something recently uh do you know orange catalina or the orange catalina something orange caramel yeah that's yeah yeah i heard that that is what appreciation is because it had like the music in that song, um, it had something to do with shit. I don't remember Japanese. No, 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 no. Some other culture, culture or country. But that song is what we would consider appreciation because they kind of mixed it in well, but not necessarily. And they gave them credit, like they gave the culture mm-hmm. and country credit, while like other stuff, um, what like Mamamoo. You said their recent comeback yeah. is like appropriating something. I think so. I didn't really look much into it. I just saw one of their recent performances and they did a lot of um I'm going to get this wrong, but I don't I'm not sure if it's like Egyptian. I think I'm wrong. I think I don't I'm wrong, know, but it's but something. Yeah, I think sometimes if they don't give credit where it's due, that could be considered appropriation, but also mm-hmm. like norm like very obvious things like wearing drags or like dreads that's obviously appropriation Mm -hmm. i do have one that like i'm not sure if it's appropriation or appreciation but haha from running man he does reggae music and i know reggae in korea is like a genre of music too and then with haha like um ever since his debut he's always done reggae and Mm -hmm. he does reggae music he dresses sometimes he dresses in clothes that's like represents the genre Mm -hmm. and then also he does his hair like he does dreads no not dreads i did not like the i don't know what they're called so i don't want to say the beads like the beads too and then something with the hair but he does those and like it I don't know if it's appropriation or appreciation because the thing is, it could be appropriation because it's not his culture. Mm-hmm. But 
it could also be appreciation because he's dedicated to this type of music. He's probably looked into it and know much about the culture and Mm -hmm. everything behind it. So I think Twitter, like Twitter, it's sometimes a toxic place, but then it's also good sometimes because it does educate me whether like something is cultural appropriation or appreciation. Um, I don't know. I have to look into that because I did not know that he... Oh, I knew he did reggae music, but I didn't know he, like, dressed up and, like, did his hair like that. Yeah, sometimes in shows, he, he has his hair all done up, but... Um, I think how you feel about Mamamoo is the same way I feel about NCT, except I'm even more deep into them. Um, NCT has done so fucking much mm. with cultural appropriation and, uh, like... In recent comebacks too like 90s love win win wore a durag and like some other person wore dreads and like there were also previous comebacks where some of them did that and i am obviously not happy about it um however what i did hear is that their company sm uh does not let their idols apologize which is so fucking weird to me like win win who wore the durag i think he tried to apologize like three times and SM deleted his apology what? or something. That's crazy. And that's just like, what do you want us to do? Like You're SM like, like setting your idols in for a trap. Yeah, exactly. And it's not only NCT, it's like every SM group. Like Kai wore a durag in his recent comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Girls Generation has any I don't know. Super Junior, sure. I'm pretty sure had some uh red velvet yeah but sm is just uh, they're not treating or educating their idols correctly wait but the thing is um do you know about the irene thing that happened oh the mistreatment with the yeah didn't she do a public apology too or no i'm not sure i haven't really gotten into red velvet recently Mm. but if she did then that's surprising to me because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why SMB deleting everyone else's cultural um, appropriation apologies. Sorry, random thought, but Red Velvet is also a group. Oh, Red Velvet and FX are also a group that I wasn't hardcore stands, but I know exactly who's who. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Thank you for telling us. Yes. Uh, yeah, cultural appropriation is just so... Why? Normal? Yeah. Like, they think... They, like, look at someone with dreads or, like, a durag or whatever, like, any ethnic uh, wardrobe-type stuff, and they just mm-hmm. think, oh, my God, that's so cool. I want to wear that, too. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying. Like, please educate yourself and your idols. I know, like, different countries have different education systems yeah. and stuff like that, but I don't I know. Think, I just hate how it's so normalized. I think it's also good for people to call out creating uh idols or celebrities for cultural appropriation or just korean people who do culture cultural appropriate i think it's good people call them out because korea korean people are very um what's the word is it glorified i don't know if that's right yeah glorified yeah, they're like it's like i don't know how to explain it like oh korean people wow like they think they're like so like good at everything yeah (laughs) pretty much 
So it's good to see that there are flaws and they're not this perfect country because yeah. we listen to their music, we watch their um, mm-hmm. television. Yeah, I like that they get called out, but then again, just because they get called out doesn't mean they learn. Mm, yeah, that's that too. Mm-hmm. But I think another yeah. group, another group who also did a lot of appropriation is Oh My Girl. I don't know if you know of oh, them. Yeah, or... really? They do mm-hmm. that for a lot. Like maybe to the point of Mamamoo too. Wow. Yeah. I don't really know too much about that group. Me neither, but all I know, like, I really like their songs. I say that, but only, like, two songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, searched them up on Twitter one time because I wanted to get to know them more. And everything was just cultural appropriation. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? Um, so, yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, so I think I'm going to end today's episode uh, with a new segment, I guess which I'm going to be calling Buckets of Bullshit. Oh, yes, bitch. Um, so today's first bucket of bullshit is fuck everyone. <laughs> I, know that, <laughs> I know that's very like general and very broad, but that literally can go into any aspect of your life. Like if you're walking down the street and you think people are judging you, fuck everyone. They don't care about you. You don't care about them. Y'all are gonna see each other for three seconds and then never see each other ever again. Exactly. Um, if you get an F on your quiz because you didn't study, fuck everyone. <laughs> 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 uh, fuck yourself for not studying hard and don't F the teacher because that's not good. Uh, they didn't do anything wrong. You're the stupid one. Um, yeah, just fuck everyone. No one cares. Like, do whatever you love. Do whatever you want. And just do your thing, girl. Yeah. It's the start of a new year. You know, I think New Year's resolutions are overrated, but you know. People still do those? I know, right? Like, I <laughs> saw people, like, being like, oh, for my New Year's resolutions, I want to, like, blah, 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 lose weight, get a boyfriend, <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, you can do that any time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to <laughs> wait a whole new year to start doing these things? Yeah. I mean, it's a good motivation, like, type yeah. thing, I guess. But, yeah. Anyway, that was the first bucket of bullshit ever. So, hope you guys enjoyed that. And also, hope you guys enjoyed this episode um, with my friend Stephanie. Yay! Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will see you guys next time. Hopefully not in three months. Yay. Um, I hope uh, to hear um, again. <laughs> <laughs> You hope to what? I hope to hear your voice again. Oh, thank you. You will yeah. hear my voice every day. From now okay. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Okay, bye everyone. Bye.